This episode is brought to you by USAA Insurance. USAA Homeowners Insurance not only helps you cover your home, it also helps you cover your budget, lower your premium in a number of ways, like saving up to 10% when you bundle home and auto insurance, saving up to 15% if you've been claims-free for five years, regardless of your previous insurance provider, and scoring even more deals and discounts on things like home security, moving, and storage with the USAA Perks Program. Tap the banner or visit usaa.com homeowners to learn more and get a quote. Restrictions apply. Going for your first ever run around the park. Literally running errands all over town. Running for the finish line and your personal best. If you run, you're a runner. Find the shoes and clothes to run your way at newbalance.com slash running. New Balance. Run your way. Welcome to the Fantasy Footballers Podcast with your hosts, Andy Holloway, Jason Moore, and Mike Wright. <laughs> Welcome in. I just let, you know, our good friend Jay Grizz take care of the welcome. I don't think he really did a good job, if I'm being honest. How dare you? Cardboard bear extraordinaire holds it down. Yeah, I, we, we have a two-man show today. Mike and I are here. And the bear. And the deucers. And one of which is having a birthday similar to your birthday. Yes. Yeah. Look at that. Happy birthday. Yay. Owl. Thank you. Thank you. Old. Yeah, I know you are. 40. Yeah. You already (laughs) felt old, but you look it now. Thank you. How's it going? Good. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Better yesterday. You look great, Al. Thank you, Brooks. Get out of here, Brooks. Classic deucer support. Yeah, what's that all about? Coming in from Brooks. I I thought we did a good job of turning you all against each other. No, we didn't. They stick together. They have to uh, withstand all of our trouble, troubling comments. Um, Jason would normally be here, obviously, but he is out there, from my understanding, uh, he is searching for. Uh, oh no! His, oh no! He's trying to find a niche. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, you know, Boston. at some point in time, maybe if he works really hard, oh man, he can find the niche that's yes. right for him. Look, uh, you should follow us on social media, everybody. Yeah, Jason. Because <laughs> if you don't, you miss some good times. Yeah, Jason is just—he's good at giving advice. <laughs> Uh, um, and you know, connect with other people in the industry, be a delightful person. And then there's other things you can do to yeah. become successful. Yeah. And so Jason shared that on social media in the middle of his AMA. So check that out, but hopefully he'll spell and say spelling was it, not one know, of those. And then getting auto corrected and not noticing because your spelling was so atrocious. Okay. Let's be more transparent. Then. Sure. Because the problem was the spelling. Yes, it was. It's like it, it was two steps down the <laughs> stairs that he fell. Because he was trying to give some... He had an AMA. You know, he's he's had a busy couple of days, had some downtime, went on Twitter, did an AMA. Someone asked him how to be successful in the podcast industry. He's just trying to share some good advice. Yeah. 
But yeah. what let him down was his education. <laughs> and um, and so he was saying, find your niche. But then he chose to spell that N-I-T-C-H. Oh, not, uh-oh. Not N-I-C-H-E. Uh, ipso facto. Yeah, things went little, south. A little autocorrection and uh, not the advice I expected. But everybody's got different advice on how to yeah. succeed, and he has his. Apparently his is being a big potty mouth. Yeah. So uh, that was that was entertaining. We had a great show for you today. Hitting the mailbag. Uh, we've got some NFL news. Uh, quick, yeah, we do. A good quick question. Yeah, there's a lot that's been going on. Ooh, ooh, yeah. I just thought of another piece of that news we get to talk about. So uh, here at the top, I want to remind you, the Ultimate Draft Kit pre-sale is going on right now. You can pick it up at the lowest possible price. And uh, if you pick up the UDK Plus at ultimatedraftkit.com, you get instant access to the Dynasty Pass. That means rookie and startup rankings, rookie mock drafts, Dynasty trade targets, the rookie production profiles, team opportunity pages, and so much more. We're going to have an update after this combine now, uh, probably in the next week or two. So you can get in there, see what's in there right now. Another update coming through. And um, yeah, ultimatedraftkit.com if you want to check that out. Before said news, Mike, Brooks needs us to answer a question. Am I wearing a fedora? What is yeah, happening? The video drops are, are... What is happening? I would go with regress. <laughs> but um, here's the quick question for the day, which is a regress or impress question. In 2022, Omari Cooper finished as the wide receiver nine. Yeah. So that's a top it 10... It was a great year. Top 10 fantasy wide receiver for the second time in his eight-year career. <laughs> Will he do it again? Will Omari Cooper do it again? So, he has a problem uh, with... Does he have a problem? Well, I mean, he... Amari Cooper, for all of the things that... Like, the ups and downs of his career, he has struck me as... If you put, if you put the sorting hat on, you would get Gryffindor for Amari Cooper. Okay, and why, why is that? Because he is... Uh, at odds right now with the Dark Wizard himself. Okay. Uh, you went deep on that. You, you tied it all together. <laughs> Look, Jason's not here for the, the nerds and their Harry Potter stuff. Right. So You uh, said you got tickets to the D&D movie. Is that right? Oh, my gosh. You, uh, ladies and gentlemen, the Dungeons and Dragons movie is going to be sensational. Okay, go on. Uh, but back to the to the nerds right. and, and their love for Harry Potter. Look, uh, Deshaun Watson, a.k.a. Voldemort, a.k.a. He Shall who not be uh, wait, what is it <laughs> he who shall not be named yes or played for fantasy football look Deshaun Watson was awful all uh, uh, one week you had one good week of Amari Cooper with Deshaun Watson all the other damage was weeks one through 12 Watson came in weeks 13 through 18 and in that time period Cooper was averaging 59 yards a game uh or I I apologize, apologies. Uh, sixty-one yards a game, three, oh, okay, three and a half, three and a half catches, point three touchdowns per game, and was a top thirty wide receiver one time. He was a wide receiver three. It was a great game, but he, like, you're so we, does it all come down to yes. Deshaun Watson for oh, you? Yeah, one hundred percent. And what what I'm going to get to is, I think I think Deshaun Watson will improve, but. He looked like a guy who hadn't played football 
for a few years, and which was the case for him. So with a full off season and everything, with what Cleveland traded, you would hope, or they would hope that that Deshaun Watson will be better. But it is definitely not a guarantee that Watson is going to be a true franchise quarterback at this point. I'll go a less complicated approach to answering the question, okay? which is just the probability that Amari Cooper does not set another career high in touchdowns. Last year, the reason he's inside the top 10, just barely, nine touchdowns on the year, 132 targets, 78 receptions, not taking a thing away from him. But he snuck in with that touchdown total. Those things are pretty variable. Um, I do think Deshaun Watson will be fine. I think it'll be fine for fantasy players. And I, you know, maybe, you know, you're rooting against him. I don't know. I just think yeah. he'll be fine. I think he, he'll figure it out. And, um, you know, coming in in the middle of the season after that long of a break, very difficult to do. Amari Cooper will be a very relevant fantasy player, but I don't see top 10. So I guess that would be a regression. I think there'll be other wide receivers that have opportunities in this offense as well. You know, we saw nothing from David Bell last year. Uh, whether they invest in another draft pick. Sure. There there are too many things, I think, against his probability of hitting that mark. Now, a uh, friend of the show, Matthew Barry, had put out he like he he puts out an article kind of every year of like things that he's hearing at the at the NFL Combine. And one of these rumors and the whispers was the Cleveland Browns are going to continue to be very pass heavy, which like they were trying to let Watson be the guy, which uh, what Barry was pointing out in his article of there could be, there could be a limitation on uh, Sir Nicholas Chubb's rushing attempts, which would suck for fantasy football. Uh, so I mean, if if they're gonna really switch to that type of an offense, Amari Cooper should have the opportunity. He's still good. He's gonna be the wide receiver one for this team. But I'm with you that I would I would say regress. For Let's that. put this into the right context. Amari Cooper regression is based on his stat line. It's not necessarily based right. on his fantasy value where he's not being drafted as the wide receiver nine, which is where he finished. He's being drafted at 18 right now. So I'm happy with him there. Yeah, at ADP, I would love to have Amari Cooper. I think he'll, he'll continue to be, you know, he's the not the sexiest pick. Right. You associate the Browns with the running game. Deshaun Watson looked awful. Cooper's older. Um, there's a lot of things and reasons why you might be um, – kind of against him and that's probably why he'll stay around that ADP and I'm I'm fine with it there. Yeah. I don't right. have a problem with it. All right, let's talk news. News and notes from around the league. All right, I want to start with the Lamar Jackson news. Good. Um Lamar Jackson was tagged with the non-exclusive tag this means that, uh, and what is it for, like $32 million, something like that, Kyle? I believe that's correct, yeah. So what this means is that he is a essentially a restricted free agent in the sense that teams can approach him, they can make an offer, a contract offer, to Lamar Jackson. The opportunity will be presented to Baltimore to match the offer. If they don't match the offer, they will receive two first-round draft picks. Correct. Did I miss anything in that structure? Just that he didn't go to the Falcons. <laughs> okay, yet. Well, yeah, we haven't got there yet. Um, so this is kind of – this is a wild situation. Yeah. Like, you have a 26-year-old quarterback that is a former MVP and represents himself, does not have an agent. You know, we saw what happened with Deshaun Watson's contract, the fully guaranteed money. 
the fully the guarantees are what are a sticking point in this deal. So let's discuss this because sure. this is not a normal situation to have a couple of uh, two things. One, a 26-year-old MVP available. Like right. right now, you can go sign him. The other part is the fully guaranteed side of this. Like if that is the only kind of contract he's looking for, thus far, it seems like teams are lining up to say they're not interested, which is the strangest thing ever if you have a chance to get a game-breaking, franchise-leading, locker room you know, leader in Lamar Jackson. Uh, so I'll jump in just yeah. for uh, one of the points that if you're not aware of this. So in the NFL, should Lamar Jackson be offered this fully guaranteed money, it means the owner of the team has to cut a gigantic check that's going to go sit in an escrow account and be available for Lamar Jackson. Yes, of, that's how like, guaranteed contracts work. So, if, number one, you have to have well, – and I know these these owners are, are billionaires and everything, but, you I mean, you got to cut a check for what $200 million or whatever uh, and, and have that sit in account, and you don't have access to that anymore. So that's a sticking point, which I can see where that's coming from. But the fact that so you what you laid out, Andy, of like this is this is insanity that a true franchise quarterback is there. You just have to go and meet his financial demands right now, and we're getting team after team after team at least allegedly saying they're out. They're not even going to try and pursue Lamar Jackson either for the the reason of the the ownership can't cut that check to they maybe they don't want to put in the work because they believe that ball like all the work on that contract focused on that player when we're hitting free agency there's a bunch of other players that they got to focus on where perhaps Baltimore is just playing a game of fine go you do all the work write up that contract and we're just going to match it which I mean that would be a win for Lamar Jackson but and and then that's a huge loss of time and resources for these other teams. Yeah, and there's there's so many facets to this. One of them being proving to Lamar that maybe the market for a fully guaranteed deal well, doesn't exist. That's what Baltimore's trying they're, to do. That's what they're trying to do. And look, I'm not going to sit here and be the advocate for billionaire owners. Correct. However, Occam's Razor says sometimes the simplest answer is the right one. And the simplest answer legitimately could be the Browns are stupid. Like the other the other ownership groups can very easily look at saying you're paying Deshaun Watson. What you did to get him is certifiably a stupid decision. He had the ability to do it. They did it. It's not how most of these teams might be able to function moving forward with the escrow, with the liquidity needed. Um, there is the possibility that the Browns owner Haslam, right? Is just yep. uh, dumb. Yeah, and and Lamar. The the only thing I will say is Lamar has been injured for two consecutive years. Yeah, so also that is, true. That is a hard uh, pill. You know, Watson was missing time not due to injury. Lamar has been injured for two years. Now you're like, give me two hundred fifty million dollars with that injury. Um, there's a lot of things that factor in. Now the Falcons, Dolphins, Panthers, Commanders, and Raiders have reportedly said they're not pursuing Lamar Jackson. Three of those teams in the NFC. If Lamar goes to the NFC, there is a there's a decent argument that he's the best NFC quarterback in the entire conference because Aaron Rodgers could be leaving. Yeah, I mean, 
Uh, Jalen Hurts is in contention there, right? Matthew Stafford and, you know, there, there's not as many. They're all in the AFC. AFC yeah. And so you have this opportunity. That's why the Falcons, sorry, Kyle, the Panthers and the Commanders are teams that I'm like, how can you not find it's, a way? But maybe they know. Maybe they know that there is no wiggle room on fully guaranteed. Maybe they know, or maybe they're all the ownership has wink, wink, sent the message to each other of, we need to shut this down immediately because they don't want to have to pay fully guaranteed contracts to these guys. Yeah, and I, and, and it's possible. I don't want to I don't want to say that that's not possible. But I do know that human nature is like you know, you get if you get 10 competitive people in a room together and we all agree we're not going to eat the marshmallow on the table, it's like at some point in time you're like I'll be the sneaky one. Like you, that's your chance to beat them all. Yeah, so that's your chance to go beat them. Saying, so we still need some time for it to unfold. But for a team like Atlanta to not do this, like the trade compensation is two first round picks, and they're all like, it's very possible. I think they're they're at eight, right, Kyle? It's it's very possible that they want to take a quarterback at eight this year. In, so there's a, one of a, your picks. A, a, there's one of your picks, a totally unproven player. Yeah, you you have the, the economics of it, and there you don't have to pay him a bunch, but that's one. So you're paying one extra first-round pick to get a former MVP proven franchise quarterback yeah, I mean, on your team. It is insanity if these teams actually aren't going after Lamar. Fill, fill in the pick. Will Levis at eight. Right. Okay, Will Levis in a first for Lamar. <laughs> You're like, uh, yes, please. So, yeah, <laughs> like, it, the, the, it is the financial crazy It's pants. certainly the commitment part. It's it's the contract deal. I'm sure that, you know, Baltimore wants him back. But this is going to come to a head. And, and the deadline right now for teams to make him an offer is Wednesday, March 15th at 4 p.m. Eastern. There you go. That's the lay of the land. It's going to be wild to watch. Other quarterback news. Geno Smith agreed to a three-year deal worth 75 million dollars up to he yeah. only he got he got 40 million guaranteed at signing which we were we were just talking about Gino in the past episode of it would another like it would be crazy if Gino's not a starting quarterback so congratulations to to Mr. Smith there maybe could have got a little bit more money but I mean he gets 40 million he gets there's incentives should he continue to play well he'll get a whole bunch more money and he's in a very good situation uh it also keeps Seattle in contention for Anthony Richardson. Yes, it does. Because uh, he could he could sit, he could learn, and be the next man up in Seattle. And then Daniel Jones, Mike. Yep. What's the latest it. on DJ? Uh, so latest four year, hundred sixty million dollar deal. Again, it was I don't get caught up in totally in the numbers, but Daniel Jones will be the starting quarterback for the Giants for at least the next couple of years. They beat the buzzer, which means the two-for-one did happen. They didn't have to put the franchise tag on the quarterback. They immediately put it on to Saquon Barkley. So he will – Barkley will be back with the Giants as well. Is this going to be a contract that the Giants look back at with – With Daniel Jones? Yeah, is that going to be – like, like look at Tannehill's situation right now. That's kind of the one it reminds me of is, like, the Titans paid all this money for Tannehill. It looked kind of good for a little bit. But now the cap hit for Tannehill is a top five cap hit for two years where he's not maybe the quarterback that you want. The Kyle, pull up Tannehill's current contract situation. But I would 
I think it's like I, a thirty-seven million dollar hit. I'm saying, like, can they cut him and things like that? I don't, I don't recall the numbers, but it, right now, sure, you can look at the Tannehill contract and say, well, moving forward, it's not great. But the Titans have had a very good run with Ryan Tannehill. I mean, they they took their shot to try and win a Super Bowl, and they fell short, obviously. But they at least were they were in the running. They had a chance to to make that happen. Yeah, I mean, it, it was tough. It was a four-year, $118 million deal. What is this for Jones? Four years, 160 Yeah. Yeah, his his cap hit is uh, $36 million this year. Tannehill or? Tannehill. Okay. So I, I'm not saying it's not going to work out. I just think that there are – you have to be a little bit – like you're making a commitment to Daniel Jones. Like he's your quarterback. Yeah. You're not you're not able to make a pivot here, at least in the first couple of years, right? Yeah, yes. Yeah, he'll, it's, he'll be the starter for at least a couple of years. And, I mean, 3,200 yards <laughs> – only 15 touchdowns, but five interceptions, and really, I mean, an additional 700 rushing yards and seven rushing touchdowns. But the the crew around Daniel Jones was a, it was a skeleton crew. I mean, he there were truly no top tier passing weapons, and they Dable and Daniel Jones took this team from what they were last year, which was a steaming hot dumpster fire, got them into the playoffs. I mean. Yeah, you, no, he credit. I mean, he he earned this money. It's it. For, he was on the precipice of backup for life, and yeah. now he just got a hundred sixty million dollar deal. So, like for for Giants fans, because I I've, I've seen mixed emotions about it. You know, some are just furious that you gave Daniel Jones this money. Some are like, oh no, I get it. I'm on the side of I get it. You have a quarterback who can help you win, and you can build around that player. And the the leap that Daniel Jones took this year. From his previous years, what if he, what if he's even better next year? I know that's a that's a pretty big hypothetical statement, but they're they're he's on a trajectory now of maybe the Giants were right all along, and and Gettleman and and uh, Sir Claps a lot there were just absolutely destroying his career. And now you have good coaches around him. Yeah, do you want to explain who Sir Claps a lot? I can't is? even remember his name right now. Jason, Jason Garrett. Garrett. <laughs> No. I just all I could see is I, the only thing I think of for Jason. Only Garrett on this show is, could we remember things like Guns Mahoney and Sir Claps a lot. First nickname of uh, the 2023 like, season. The the videos of of Jason Garrett clapping and then the photo of him leaning out the train are just it's social media gold. Yeah, Sir Claps a lot was not a not a helper for Daniel Jones. Uh, no, it's a good point. I mean, I just told you the landscape of the NFC quarterbacks. There's not a lot of great ones. Yeah, it's either it's either do this, be in the race for a Super Bowl. I mean, you're not the favorite, but things can happen. Or start it all over again. It's and I, I, most teams will be like, I want at least a chance. It's a good point. Yeah, being in the uh, the quarterback uh, tumult that like Indianapolis is in, Carolina, that's not a fun place to live. That's why I think it's so wild with what what's going on with Baltimore. I mean, I know. It's yeah, because a, what we we didn't even let's circle back. Okay, because why not? What if he leaves? Exactly. Have we not? I mean, it's almost exactly. like you forget that part of the equation. If he leaves, Baltimore is the. I mean, think about that division. Yeah, I mean, you. What are they going to do with quarterback? You, you, you hope that Jimmy Garoppolo or someone could be wooed into like you go from. Oh, please bring back Joe Flacco. <laughs> You go from franchise quarterback to a bridge quarterback, and 
it, that doesn't work. Uh, one other bit of news I, I want to mention that the tea leaves are certainly pointing towards DeAndre Hopkins being moved by the Arizona Cardinals. Oh, yeah. I think it's a matter of, of when, not if. Uh, looks like it'll be a second rounder plus a player type of deal. And last I heard from some beat reporters, they were saying it's probably uh, New England. Or are you saying teams? Or I was trying to remember the timeline. I, I would have to look it up. Yeah, right now there is uh, talk that he'll be flexible with the last two years of his deal as well. Um, so, yeah, DeAndre Hopkins could have a new home. I've heard lots of different teams there. I mean, yeah. who wouldn't want him? He's one of the best true receivers in the league. Uh, let's go ahead and take a quick break and come back with the mailbag. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. Some things may seem small at the time, but when you keep them inside, when you keep everything bottled up, you leave those emotions to fester, and they can have some serious negative consequences. I know when I was younger, you know, you don't want to always say what's on your mind. You don't want to be seen as ungrateful or insensitive or whatever, but sometimes you bottle those things up too long, and they develop into real problems. Talking things out, working through what's weighing you down, it is more helpful than you realize. And if you want a safe space for that conversation, I recommend therapy. I've had therapy. I've had practical, personal advances through therapy, whether I'm learning positive coping skills, how to set boundaries personally, how to make better habits in my life. There's a lot of benefit, and you can give BetterHelp a try if you've been thinking of starting therapy. It's entirely online. It's convenient and flexible. It's also easy to get started. You just fill out one brief questionnaire and get matched with a licensed therapist. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash footballers to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash footballers. This episode is brought to you by USAA Insurance. When you're a homeowner in the military community, peace of mind is priority. And USAA Homeowners Insurance is the award-winning service to give you just that. If you have to file a claim, the process is transparent and easy. You can do it all right in the USAA app. And replacement cost coverage comes standard. That means damaged items are repaired or replaced, even if they cost more today than they did when you bought them, which could put your wallet at ease to tap the banner or visit USAA.com slash homeowners to learn more and get a quote. Restriction supply. All right, Mikey, it's time to get into these questions. Oh. I hope you got answers. It's mailbag time. Always. Mailbag. Mailbag. Yeah. Jay Grizz, big fan of oh, today's mailbag. Oh, I mean, Jay Grizz is big supporter. Yeah, of the show? Yeah. In general. Yeah, mm -hmm. We give him a platform. He's a pretty good hype man. Uh, he's <laughs> always there. He's, uh, he's always standing true. Yeah. So let's jump into the voicemails here. If you have a question for the show, go to the website, thefantasyfootballers.com. Click that submit a question button. Or dial the voicemail hotline. That number is 302-464-TFFB. Let's start with a voicemail. Hey, Ballers. This is Cody over here in Dallas, Texas. I appreciate everything you guys do. Uh, I've got a question about Tua. Uh, what do you guys think about the injuries going into next year and, and his future with the Dolphins? I got him in a dynasty league as a QB, two, and I don't know if I should ship him off or hold on to him and see if I can't make a three-peat uh, for the championship run. All thanks to you guys. So, I appreciate you guys. Thank you. So, I, look, they're committed to Tua in Miami. That's step one. So, I think as long as he's healthy, he's their quarterback. 
if he's their quarterback, he has Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle in a in a offensive mind that is able to put him in a position to succeed. Part two is will he stay healthy? Yeah. So you know, it's a difficult decision because it's not it's not the kind of decision that I like making is guessing whether or not a player gets hurt. Right? You can get burned both directions on that type of a guess. Do you have is his concussion situation, Mike? One that you are looking at with extreme fear, uh, moving on in a dynasty league, like moving forward in a dynasty league. Yeah. If if I have Tua, I'm probably I'm probably holding on because the upside for fantasy football of Tua is is fantastic. You saw it in multiple weeks. You saw what he could be another year in the system, another full off season, ready to go. He could be great. But to have three concussions in the same season, and we we know of all the studies, it's kind of a, a snowball thing. Once you're once you've had some some bad concussions, your likelihood of another one it is elevated. Uh, we had a, a 2019 review showing 3.76 times more likely. I mean. You, it's it it's incredible. He's going to have another one someday. He probably, if he's playing, he probably will. And it's just it's it's scary. It's dangerous. You've seen you've seen multiple careers cut extremely short from from concussions. So I mean, if I if I have him on my team, I'm going to hold on and better and have move. another plan at quarterback. But yes, you do need to be. Uh, it which you're you're lucky that this is this is a great year. To try and get another quarterback on your team, there's there's going to be, you know, I mean the 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 two what's the two great options I believe, and then you know Richardson's worked his way in there. Can Levis be a good quarterback? I I don't know, but he's going to go in the first round. Yeah, he's going to go in the first. So round. he's going to get a chance to become a good quarterback. Just, this is a good year to to try and get some more of those guys on your team. Rob Main on Twitter, Mike wants to know: Can we explain how we are getting free agency news? Before the free agency period even begins, um, because it technically begins next Wednesday at 4 p.m. Eastern. Sure. Uh, for players with expiring contracts. Now, you're going to have the legal tampering period before that. Um, Which news are we talking about? Oh, Derek Carr. Well, because Carr was, Carr was I, I don't believe, under the, the rules of the new league year has to start because he got, released. He got, he got officially released that is right. by the team. So. He's just he's just a guy. He's a dude. He's a free agent, so he can go do whatever he wants to do. And teams can sign guys off the street whenever they want to. Now the other guys, their contract hasn't told yet, but you get the expectations of of you know certain players are likely to be cut. There's the whole business of football of what day you actually cut that player that can affect your salary cap because maybe some of it gets pushed, and then you know you can designate guys as we were going to cut this guy June first, but we'll cut him now so that he can go try and get a new job. Uh, but th that's that's the type of news we're getting right now. You're not getting the the truly juicy stuff until the 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 wink legal tampering period begins. That's right, the very legal tampering period. Yeah, franchise tag deadline was Tuesday. Contract extension talks can happen. Um, Twitter question from Dylan: Does Calvin Ridley returning make guys like Christian Kirk and Zay Jones unstartable? What is the ceiling on all of those guys? Not I, not unstartable at all. No. First, no. let's make sure that Calvin Ridley can still play football. 
probability is is good. Uh, I mean, but it's it's been a while. You know, what are we like three years away from his the the true breakout campaign? Because you had the following year where he had he was dealing with mental health, which Calvin Ridley put up a uh, pretty sensational article talking about his personal struggles with anxiety and depression. It's a very good read. Uh, just you know, trying to understand some of the humanity of these guys. So I, I think he'll be good. But Christian Kirk is is a good player. Zay Jones is the spot start. Like you, you can't tell your fantasy football lineup that you're that you're playing Zay Jones. You just have to you have to start him in a pinch. Interesting though that second half of the season Evan Ingram came alive. Yes, um, yes, Mister Franchise Tagged. He's Evan been Franchise Tagged. Yes. He'll he'll be back. Yes, he will. <laughs> Stop that. Um, it's just so exciting, man. Then the second half of last year, I brought it up on our 10 Things to Remember episode, but Christian Kirk ended the year poorly. Sure. Uh, the last eight games, he was on pace for about 1,000 yards and two touchdowns. Yeah, because Schmevin was taking everything. This is my point. So they, I, I just – I don't think that Christian Kirk's going to end up unstartable, but there is a world where Evan Ingram, they continue to do what they were doing. Zay Jones is involved. His involvement was was more over the second half. And then Calvin Ridley makes an impact. So like Christian Kirk's first half of last year, you know, might have been more of an anomaly of his time in Jacksonville than maybe a prescription for the future. What what do you think the true growth uh, for Trevor Lawrence could be in terms of a foot his, or two, like height wise? I mean, he's already very tall. Right. He's a large fella at six six two twenty. But for his speaking specifically to his production, <laughs> oh. At 4,100 yards, 25 touchdowns. 4,530. And if Trevor Lawrence can get there, then no. These guys There's more not, room. These guys are not unstartable. They, maybe you're not looking at anybody on that offense as a truly consistent wide receiver one type, but, but you have a good quarterback who's getting better, and there's going to be enough to go around. Here's a fun fact. Calvin Ridley, <laughs> okay. wide receiver 20 in best ball. Christian Kirk, oh the, wide the wide receiver 24. Oh now, man! Best ball, thirsty, thirsty for Calvin Ridley. Yeah, I think there's some thirst, but then you you got to think that best ball psychology is coming into play here, right? I mean, Calvin Ridley's ceiling is probably higher than Christian Kirk's. Yes, you agree, Kyle? Sure, but that's way too high for me for a guy who hasn't oh, played I, in a year and a half. I mean, we don't even know if, if is he an every down player for them yet? Yeah, that, there's a lot TBD, but the. The ceiling you're talking is 90 for nearly 1,400 yards and nine touchdowns. He was really good. He was so good back in 2020. That's a while ago. Yep. Yeah. All right. Let's jump into another voicemail. What's up, Ballers? This is Chris from Charlotte. I was wanting to know where do you guys think DeAndre Hopkins is going to go, slash where are some good situations for him, and what would you guys like to receive for the team back in compensation? Thank you. Multiple firsts. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, what do we want the Cardinals to get back? Probably what they they paid. Wow. Oh, I guess they that only was, paid the second. Was, yeah, they, we traded a two and in a running back with a bad contract. That's true. The the price was not a lot for Arizona, but the fact that you know the Raiders had to pay what they did for Devontae Adams. That's what's frustrating. That's the hard part. But look, DeAndre Hopkins at this stage in his career, what I want, Mike, and I don't know if it's the same for you. I want volume. I want him to be the guy. So, you know, there's talk about places like New England. He'd be the guy in New England. There's also places like Kansas City that have been rumored. You know, Kansas City, 
would be a, a, an amazing opportunity for him. They don't have anybody of that caliber, but they also don't need to necessarily so, go spend the draft capital and that's, on it. It, it would be an interesting fit because Hopkins is a contested catch guy, and Kansas City's offense is let's we, we scheme fast players to get open, other than Travis Kelsey who just people don't guard him. For I think reason. he would just take over kind of the um, juju possession. Uh, he could. 100-plus reception type of guy. Are there other destinations that you can think of when it comes to a good home for him? I mean, I'm trying to think of Baltimore, you but mean, but that yeah, situation is too up in the air. But, I mean, places where it makes sense. Tennessee? It's like the, the Giants makes complete sense to me. Now, that one is at the top of the list because you need a team that's going to compete. He's not going to want to go somewhere rebuilding like Tennessee. Yeah, it's, but I'm I'm, you know, I'm with you. What I'm looking for as a fantasy football fan is somewhere where he, he where he he can truly be the number one because his play style is not gigantic plays anymore. His play style is I am a PPR guy. I am. I'm always I'm, open. I'm very reliable in the end zone, but I'm not going to be ripping off Jalen Waddle. 60-yard touchdowns at this point. It's almost the transition that um, Larry that Larry Fitzgerald yeah. made. And the best destination for Hopkins is probably in Arizona. I mean, when he was healthy last year, he had quite the run from week 7 through week 12. I mean, he was on pace for 181 targets, 1,600 yards, almost nine touchdowns. But like, I don't know if you can – He, I guess he wouldn't be the number one here, but – if the Minnesota Vikings have to move on from Adam Thielen with that offense and, and Kirk Cousins, who is a very – he's adequate. He is a very adequate quarterback with him and Justin Jefferson. That is some massive touchdown upside. I saw a good friend of the show, Paul Charchian, put up a poll. <laughs> Did you see this? I, I'm probably – Charch is, is hilarious because he's always – he's like he's like me where it's, where it's – Kirk Cousins is, is way better – than the than not than having, the Minnesota Vikings fans give him credit for. So his poll was to the Vikings fans, of course. He's up there in, in Minnesota. And it was, would you rather like pay for Lamar, extend Cousins, right. or tear it down or, and start over? Extend Cousins got the vote. Did it. Shocked me. Because I thought the sentiment was, around... What was burn it down at? Was it very close? No, no, it okay, wasn't. that's good. I, I don't think it was that high. That's I should go good. look at it. Kyle, go go check the numbers. I want to know what the Minnesota fans are thinking about their quarterback. I mean, football fans, we're so quick to say, oh, tear it down, tear it down. When it's being torn down, it is the worst. It is the worst as a fan. You, have, you know you have multiple years where your team is just going to be terrible. Yeah. Yeah, and we only get to live so many years, yeah, man. exactly. This is what makes me laugh about how far the pendulum has swung on Kyler Murray, which, look, I, I'll look, agree. Look, tear it down. Oh, stop it. Stop. I, you know, you've got – go rank Kyler Murray in the the NFC quarterbacks. He's he's in the upper echelon. Yeah, he is. And so it's funny that, you know, you, you might be – yeah, extend Cousins 34%. Okay, 30 – 31% 31% <laughs> reboot the quarterback. My people. And then – um. <laughs> Now, didn't Cousins have a pretty significant guarantee in his deal? Wasn't it all guaranteed? Yes, it yes. was all. But it wasn't the it wasn't the money that Watson so if, got. I was gonna say of all the teams, you know, maybe that's Minnesota style. They can maybe. go get Jackson. Uh, yeah, nineteen percent to Jackson. No respect. 
Does have to stay healthy, though. All right, Instagram question from John. Uh, what is Chris Godwin's dynasty outlook? Just turned 27 under contract for two more years. Oh, goodness gracious. Um, you want to pass on that one? No, I mean, I won't pass because, look, in, in dynasty, you want players who are good. The but I'm Please saying, be that the end of your sentence. <laughs> I'm saying where you want to load up with players who are good, not just players who are in good situations because the situation, as you have seen, can go from uh, you went from Jameis and you're like, hey, that's pretty good. Tom Brady's here. It's pretty incredible. And now Tom Brady's retired and you're looking at the potential that it's Kyle Trask and you're just weeping just as quietly as you can into your shirt. But that could that could rapidly change. So Chris Godwin's very good. The second half of the year, he looked like he was starting to get it going from the ACL. Should be even better because he'll be more recovered this year. So I I think that Chris Godwin is still a uh, let, a, a preferred wide receiver to have. Let me let me ask you a couple questions that might answer the question because he's he just turned questions to answer yeah, the question. You, you bet. What is this Jeopardy? You, yes, yes. What is? Uh, no, he just turned twenty seven. So you you figure his his prime windows till what twenty nine? Two more years. Okay. What odds do you give Tampa Bay to be a winning team over the next two years? Because we just talked about the things to remember show. Sure. 75% of the top 20 wide receivers come from winning teams. Now, maybe it's trash, maybe it's not. But do you trust, like, you know, Bruce Arians is not there. Right. Uh, do you trust this organization without Brady to figure it out? Or are you betting on Godwin having to be in the 25% of, of that top 20 on a bad team? I mean, the nice thing for their situation is Carolina needs to figure it out. The Saints need to figure it out. I mean, it's just like everybody in the division needs to figure it out. So, uh, so like you get you have multiple games against other low tier teams. So, I would I would still be betting on Chris Godwin. Like I'll I'll still have him as a as a top twenty four dynasty wide receiver. If you had to lock one into your lineup for the for the full season next year today, like you got to, it's a really weird league. They make you lock it in right now. It's like a best ball. Yeah, and you just lock it. You got to have Mike Evans or Godwin for next year. Ooh. Who who are you slapping the lock on? Godwin. Okay. Taking the volume stability yeah. side. Yeah, I'll, I'll, yeah. Over the the fifty fifty ball. Over the one game. Yeah, guy. <laughs> um, hey, when the when the game shows up at the right time. You like that guy. YouTube question from uh, Tuckery Yarborough says, uh, which deucer is the deuciest? Oh, I have not contemplated on this. Uh, let's let's slip over the there. And take a good, let's take a good look. Because, I mean, for those that, you know, aren't aware, I mean, deucer is, is supposed to be short for producer. Right. And deuciest is a different category. Now, would you, if, if someone is produciest, they're, they're the most... They're the smelliest producer. Oh, okay. that's what it would be to me. And uh, one of you definitely is. Did, did Jeremy just volunteer? Yeah, <laughs> I did. To be the deuciest. Yeah, he's the deuciest. <laughs> the birthday I mean, that, boy. That's thank, not thank something you, Jeremy. you're jealous of, is it, Brooks? Do, you don't seek the deuciest title? No, nah, I don't want that title. Okay, you're the richest. All right, <laughs> um, Mike in Pennsylvania would a league with six point passing touchdowns sway where you would consider taking a quarterback and redraft. No? Nope. I mean, the, the, the scoring format just kind of changes a little bit who is at the top and it it doesn't That's what it, it not where you take it but right. who you take. Yeah, it doesn't it doesn't change the 
the supply and the demand issue. It just changes who's scoring a little bit more points. All right, YouTube question from uh, Stephen Color, 2010. We'll probably end it here. Uh, do you allow real-world assets to be part of your trades in your leagues? <laughs> uh, no. 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 This is what? like The I, idea of it is very funny. Yeah, but, I mean, I think those jokes have happened over the years. I mean, like, J- Jason's told the, the tale of he was in a league that transactions were cost you money. Cost, you, like you put money into the kitty, and it, so, so whoever wins, you know, the, the jackpot at the end is larger, and then that would factor into trades – because you could say, let's do this trade. I'm going to cover. I'm going to cover what you would have to pay. I will cover your part of the transaction. That's fine. To try and help get it through. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, it's you're not like paying. No, this is not like I got your, your car payment this yeah. month if you trade me like a Caffrey. <laughs> well, that's not allowed. So I mean, for us, if you, if that's your no, way stop. of playing. No, no, no. I'm outlawing. I'm outlawing that. Yeah, you can't, you can't bribe and buy. That's collusion. If you're exchanging good, if you're exchanging goods is and it? services to another person for their, for their players, yeah, is it? Yeah, because it's not the the decision is not being made inside the best interest of the league or the teams is based on do I get money from you or something. But are my personal interests part of my team? No, no, you're I pers- run, I manage and run my no. team. No, let me let me ask you a question, Mike. What if, what if my if, my power's going off? Yeah, yeah. What if your power's going yeah, on? Yeah, then I, now I can't make transactions oh. anymore. Oh, I thought you meant like somebody cut your power in the trade. No, I or, mean like it's it's going off, and you're going to take care of that bill this week. Yeah, or the he's an electrician. He's like, I'll come fix, I'll come <laughs> sure. fix this for you. Yeah, but I'm saying like there are practical issues with your power. Brooks, I need the internet. Brooks, will you trade me some of your dynasty players if I paint your house? No, sir. Okay. Yeah, yeah I don't think this he's is a good way to go. That. All right. Well, we'll be back with another episode next week. Free agency is about to get going. A reminder, ultimatedraftkit.com. Pick it up for this year. You won't regret it. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Fantasy Footballers Podcast. Join our fantasy football community on jointhefoot.com and follow us on Twitter at the FFBallers. Hey, thanks for listening to today's episode of the podcast. And uh, since you're hanging around, I want to invite you personally to become part of our thriving fantasy football community. You can get access to exclusive Discord channels, extra episodes, fantasy football tools and resources, and, of course, the personal satisfaction of supporting an independent podcast. You can learn more at jointhefoot.com.